0: Welcome to Success Beyond Shadow. My name is Ramzan Sumar, and I am your host for this amazing show. Well, if this is your first time tuning in, this is Success Beyond Shadow. It's a platform set for all of us that gives us the opportunity to share our story. And like I always say, we are all related one way or the other because your story, you would not believe it. It might be somebody else's story and this is what Success Behind Shadow is all about for you to come and share a unique story that might save somebody out there guide someone out there and today, I'm gonna bring to you our second episode of Success Behind Shadow Are you excited? I am excited because I'm telling you the person I have with me today that is about to share his story with you is one person that has motivated me he has inspired me in so many ways this person has been my friend, um, he's been a confidant, I'm telling you, he's one person I know, I can, you can trust him, and he has a unique story that me and you need to hear, because I'm telling you where he has come from, and where he is right now in his life, and where he's going, I promise you, you want to hear it, because I don't know what you're going through right now, it might help you. And today, I'm in set with no other person but the amazing, the one-of-a-kind, the best designer in the DMV, yes, I said it, the best designer in the DMV, the amazing Timmy Agulo. Welcome on set, Timmy.
1: Hello, how you doing today?
0: I am awesome. Thank I'm you so for having me here. Oh, oh my goodness, are you kidding me? I am so excited to have you oh my goodness i'm so excited to have you if not because of the six feet apart i should be hugging you right now <laughs> but we want to tell the audience that you need to stay six feet apart and we try to keep that for our own safety right good how you doing thank you so oh much girl. for, for, for so coming much. to. oh my goodness this is an honor uh, for you to share your story with us and to the world
1: it's a player
0: it's my player awesome so tim tell the world who is tim
1: Timi Ajula is my name and my full name is Oluwa Ajula. I'm a Yoruba boy from Ikiti State in Nigeria. I grew up in the Kiti State and a little bit in Lagos.
0: Oh, that's awesome. So I know most Nigeria their name has meaning. Is there a meaning to Olua Yes.
1: Oluwa means God is my support or God is my back. Hiya.
0: You know, God
1: is my help. It means a lot.
0: I believe God has been your help it's through it all. Oh Nigeria. my goodness, that is beautiful! Yeah. Well, tell me a little bit about Nigeria because when I talk about Nigeria, all I know is Lagos and Abuja. Yeah, so you're talking about that state? What are the states? Equity state. Equity state. E-K-T state. E-K-T state yeah. where, is, where is that in Nigeria? The
1: state is close to those states, and uh, it's in the east. And um, the United States is a Yoruba land, you know, we speak Yoruba, Nigeria has three major languages, the Yoruba, the Igbo, and the Arosa people. And those are the three major, you know, languages we speak um, from the Yoruba side. We speak Yoruba, and that's how my name is Unwati because Unwati Minayi is a Yoruba land. and uh, the is, you know, close to Undo and, uh, you know, some other Yoruba land. Wow, oh, that's
0: beautiful. And
1: how is growing up in Nigeria? Growing up was good. It was challenging. It was one of my you know, best times ever. Uh, you know, it, I felt like it built me. Growing up in Nigeria built me who I am. Because, you know, uh, I remember back in uh, high school when I used to get off. Uh, after school, we take about an hour home, walk. And now I walk home to get, you know, to school in the morning. Sometimes we take a cab and from going back we take a walk back home. So we do exercise after work and just, you know, in the sun sun sweating and walking home, and, you know, after a long day of classes. So, and also, like, you know, growing up in Nigeria was more, it's different from America because we had that friendship between each other, like, you know. The kids, you know, get used to each other more or play like, outdoors. Play outdoors and stuff. You know like that.
0: Yeah. you're not scared yeah. to go to a neighbor's house, exactly. you eat neighbours. Neighbors
1: are like outside with us playing in the sand and running after each other around the buildings, you know, around the houses and everything. That's how Nigeria works.
0: I, I mean, that's one beautiful thing I love about Africa. Love and listen, you know you know back home, like if you skip school and somebody that did not even know you or know your parents yeah. found you out in the streets when you're supposed to be in school. They will yeah. beat you. They will whip you. Yeah. 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 And they take you to your parents. That's and they will whip you again. Exactly.
1: they're whip you too. Oh, my goodness. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah. Man, you can't do that here. Yeah. In fact, yeah. when you see a kid out in the mall, it's yeah. school time, yeah. you can't even ask them questions. Yeah. They'll call the police for you. Yeah. You know, I know that like we had difficulty growing up back mm-hmm. in Africa, but mm-hmm. I'll always say that I will not trade it for any anyway. reason. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I will not trade it for any reason. But uh, talking about that, how is um? Tell me more about your parents, like growing up. Did you grow up with both parents in the same house?
1: Yeah, I grew up with both parents in the same house when I was growing up. And uh, it was a little different because, you know, uh, even though my parents were, you know, living in the same house, we were, like, we were, like, together like that, but, you know, I grew up in the same house with them. Uh,
0: How's your relationship with your mom? Very good. That's awesome. What about your dad? Okay. Oh, come on. (laughs) <laughs> tell me, tell me more, what, 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 what is okay? Because you suppose, supposed to, yeah, I believe that the man that you are, your dad, is one big man to give credit for that. Is he the one that teach you how to, uh, so or? No, I, my
1: mom was the one that took me how to sew, but my dad was there, he was not we were not just, like, really mm, close when I was there, my mom was more of the person that really showed more love and affection to, to us, so. Um, it's
0: not just because you're mama's boy, huh? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, right? <why? laughs> or you're just like, no, daddy don't spoil me. Let me move to mommy. Mommy spoil no, no, me. No? No, no it But coming up, like um, as a child, a young Timmy, like right now, what one of the things that you would look back in and you, 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 you wish you would have had when you were a kid? Um, like well, from your parents, from community, what kind of support or what kind of love or I, I don't know that you you wish you had when you were a kid coming up?
1: I, uh, I always wished that uh, growing up I was encouraged by my boyfriend to do whatever I like to do and you know like my talent because growing up I used to draw, paint you know, I like to sew, I, you know, I, so my mom, we, have, we used to have a shop in front of my house and my mom comes back from work as a teacher and sews in the office in a, in a little shop in front of the house. And uh, every time I try to go there to learn and see what she's doing, my dad would be like, go take your book, go take your book. <laughs> you know, my parents are teachers, she's an easy teacher too, so he doesn't want me to learn anything crafts. But guess what this is what I'm doing now today full- time
0: you know the
1: same thing that he never wanted me to to learn you know uh, and that's and sometimes I wish I actually learned more than I know right now when I was back home and you know I also I, something else that I miss is also like love and affection from both parents which I didn't have you know it was more from my mom than my dad's side, but still you know
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I mean trust me I can relate like um, for me I get to know like my real dad mm. my stepdad raised me up I get to know my real dad like um, say when I was like six seven years old or something like that when he came in town with my sister mm. and it was it, it was a little bit confusing because now I, I don't know how I call that it Papa 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 and like okay So if they both are together, so now how am I going to differentiate? It's so confusing for the kids, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, So I understand um, when you talk about that love, man, it's one big thing that we're missing as African kids because one of the major things that I get to realize is is, is that kids are not involved in decision making when it comes to um, the home, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. they, do, they take decision and they don't, they don't even know how that decision that they're making is going to affect the child. Mm-hmm. But all they, they believe that they're doing it for the goodness of the child. Mm-hmm. And they take those decisions. Mm-hmm. And you know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And yes. all they want you to do is eat, wear clothes, and sleep. Right. Exactly. And eat, wear, uh, put on some clothes. And go to bed. That's all you have to do. Yeah. But I I, 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 understand though where you're coming from. You wish that you're be encouraged. So were you involved in um, sports or?
1: No, I actually, one of the things I actually wish that I did when I was younger is football, like soccer. We call it soccer. <laughs> <You> know,
0: <laughs> what the American call? American call it soccer. Calls
1: it soccer but we call it football. That's right. It. And uh I remember back in those days also when I wanna play soccer or like hang out with my friend and do some games, my daddy would tell me no, I'm gonna take your book.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> so
1: goodness. sometimes when I when I when guys look at my feet and be like my like my caps, like, you must be good at playing soccer. I'm like, No, I don't even know how to touch
0: the ball. <laughs> <laughs> I don't but listen, to touch
1: the Be ball. encouraged, yeah. be
0: encouraged my brother, be encouraged. Yeah. It's not too late. Yeah.
1: And lately, sometimes I wish I could go to the football field with them and play it, but I don't want to go in and hey.
0: be,
1: like, be like, I don't know what I'm doing, you know. Because <laughs> oh, I never did it. I never, like, you know, played soccer before, like, you know.
0: Oh, my goodness. When I was in
1: secondary school back then, we call it secondary school, but it's called uh, high school here. When I was in high school back there, back then we used to go on the field, like on break, my friends will be on the feet, I'll just stay on the side there and watching them play. <laughs> yeah, because I, I don't know, you know, I can't play when I'm at home. So. <laughs> oh my goodness!
0: Yeah, yeah, Are you sure you things. don't want to play because you don't want to get hot?
1: Uh, <laughs> it's just because oh, okay. I okay. Not to play, but it's one of the things that I want my you know my kids to go when I when I have you know kids. I want them to be able to get involved in sports and activities like that. You know.
0: Yeah, I think it's important that we get. Um, the kids to find themselves, get yeah. them involved. Yeah. And going to school is important. Man, mm-hmm. let me tell you something. Back then going to school in primary school uh, like primary school you have those teachers yeah. and they have you have the kids in the same class. We feel so sorry for them. Yeah. Because I knew that being a a, a daughter mm-hmm. or son sort of a teacher mm-hmm. Man, yeah. it's not easy. They want you read
1: twenty four hours, <laughs> twenty four hours you gotta have your book. That's what they want to see.
0: Oh my goodness! Yeah. But you know what? I am so interested. You said you can paint.
1: Yeah, I do paintings. I, I can. Have you ever work. done that since I you think, came
0: to the state?
1: No, I've been busy. I mean, I haven't really because I've been busy with like fashion designing and you know, also. <laughs> so I don't really. I had to choose one, you know, and just focus on fashion design. Well, I used to like do a painting. I can sit down and draw somebody and paint them and put them on the wall. All right, so stuff like that. can we
0: make a deal right now in National TV? It's gonna that's gonna cost you a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's gonna cost you a lot of
0: money. We can afford it, right?
1: as, long as you can afford it. Let's do it. I'll do it. I'll paint you. <laughs> okay,
0: I'm looking forward to it. We'll do it. Yes, oh my yes, goodness. goodness, that's so beautiful. It's I'll happening. never, I, I will never know. i never it. know. that, that that means you are, no wonder when I see the thing, the, the outfit that you do, oh my goodness, they are so beautiful, mm-hmm. and look at this, Maybe. like, it's so amazing, your hand work, I don't know, I think I was telling you that, I see some of the work you do, and I'm, I'm just amazed, because it's really, really special, yeah. but mm-hmm. I am so, I'm so, so, so um, happy we get to talk this stuff, Back then in Nigeria, mm. do you ever face any difficulty in school, bully? Because I know that's a key thing right now in this country where we find ourselves. Cause you know, bullies everywhere.
1: Yeah, I used to get bullied a lot uh, for wearing glasses when I was in school.
0: You get bullied for wearing glasses?
1: Like my, my uh, colleagues who they call me Ojugo when I was growing up. In okay. What that? call me a Jugo. A jugo miss the heights of glasses, <laughs> and uh, whenever I'm in the gathering, like in, in like the chapel or probably when I'm breaking the outside playing, I'll just find somebody who just come from behind and just grab my glasses and run away, and just run away. And I'll be riding after them like, give me my glasses, give me my glasses. So you go, I'm gonna be chasing them around the school. And and they would just take my glasses and just be like, you can't see me, you can't see me, you're blind, you know, they just mess with me and just do there and just run around. Sometimes I get tired, I'll just give up and just go back to my class. <laughs> so maybe during class they would just come and drop my glasses to me through the window or something, you know.
0: Oh Lord. <laughs>
1: and they just be like <laughs> 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 They would that to me a lot when I was going on, and I'll be mad, I'll be pissed
0: off oh. like <laughs>
1: Why are you going to get my glasses? Like, I don't want to see the border and see what the teacher is saying. You know? Oh
0: my goodness. And they'll be having so much fun. They'll be having fun. Oh my and goodness. And they'll pass
1: around each other and just play with my glasses and just try to wait and see. Oh, really? Oh my God. Look at how the glasses feels like. Look at how it looks like. You know that's But
0: how do you handle it, though? I mean, now we're laughing about it, but back
1: then I knew it wasn't funny. Back then I used to, I mean, I got used to it after a while. But I didn't like that. <laughs> no, I no didn't like it. Especially like the stress of chasing them around, trying to get my glasses back. And sometimes they would throw it in some. some sometimes when I get my glasses back, it's not straight anymore. You know, they've already been. Yeah, tossing around. When I put it back on my head. It's already looking okay. Like, it's uh, not uh, straight. Yeah. Oh my goodness.
0: But anyway. <laughs> Um, well I'm glad. I hope I hope no one is taking your glasses away now.
1: No more. That, <laughs> Actually, <I really laughs> what's the name Ojigo
0: Ojigo Alright. Want me never to call you that name. Yeah. <laughs> that's not his name. He's not Ojigo anymore. Me <laughs> O'Jugo. Don't, don't don't try. <laughs> He's not no anymore. Don't
1: yeah, let them try. But
0: anyway, you tell you you said something that um your mom. Yeah. You learned sewing through your mom. Yeah. Did your mom actually sit you down and teach you how to sew, cut clothes, and stuff like that?
1: Kind of, but not a lot. I felt like I learned more like by just watching and trying new stuff myself.
0: How old were you when you start doing that?
1: She sews more of like ladies' clothes, and I do
0: men' my,
1: my own clothes when I was, I was doing my own clothes when I was growing up. Like I want, I make clothes for like my. School uniform, and do wow. for some of my colleagues too. Yeah, but I was like around nine, seven, nine, nine, ten years old when I started sewing. Oh my goodness! Yeah.
0: Man, it's never too early for you to start that <laughs> talent that God has given you. Yeah. He started it like nine. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that is amazing. Yeah, at that time,
1: I used to make clothes for like my colleagues, and they were just pay me some little money until I'm going to tell us how So started. you become an entrepreneur
0: at yeah. nine, yeah. ten years old. Yeah. You've been doing this for a long time. High five! High five! (laughs) (laughs) More credit. but that's beautiful. Oh my goodness! And that has stick with you, and that's where you find your calling. You so you you the way you do all your design. You're so passionate about it, and that's that's the Mm -hmm. given. I mean, I've I've fashion in your uh, um um costume couple Mm -hmm. times a lot of Mm -hmm. times and i can feel the love that you put in every dress and most of the time when i walk into your office the way you focus when you have a a, a client you make sure you give your all, and that's dedication yeah that's dedication and yeah you're doing great i am so proud of you so last question before i let you go um i know you talk about the um the struggle you face with your dad and yeah. you said he wasn't all um, being present in your life all the time yeah. and um, listen for me, I'm telling you there are so many things that surface in my life right now based on how my mom or my dad has treated you know things that I faced through my period. Mm. you know I was telling my sister one of the days, I'm like I love my mom to death but he would she is not always a saint. There are certain times that I needed her, she's not there. Mm-hmm. And there are certain times I needed my dad, he is never there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So when you mention that, I just want to know how does that affect you? you the absence, the, the time you needed your dad most in your life when he wasn't there, you being an adult right now, how, how does that affect your life right now?
1: I mean, uh, growing up, like I said, I didn't really have a dad that, you know, was really caring or like cared more about me in terms of what I'm doing and helpfully, financially and other things. He wasn't there, but it kind of beat me to Hozu and I look at myself as a child that doesn't have a dad, you know, even though I have a dad and it makes me work harder and I, you know, like I said, I've been a businessman since I was 10 years old, Bye. so I, I've been hustling. So it kind of gave me more uh gut to push and, you know, and fight for the, you know, to reach the top. And, you know, yeah. And uh, sometimes I, I wish I had a dad that can put me through in life in terms of, you know, doing things the right way and the wrong, you know trying to help me in terms of, but I kind of figured everything oh, Help you become myself. a man, right? Yeah, I kind of figured everything for myself, and which was hard, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's it's been, it was good, you know, uh, I could have been in, the wrong, in wrong hands, and uh, I could have done things the wrong way, but through God, and, you know, my mom, and, you know, some other people that I, I took as a dad you know, that stood for me as, the, as a dad. I was able to, you know, overcome some, you know, some hurdles in life that, you know, I needed a dad to help me
0: That is beautiful. That is so beautiful. When you hear it, listen. So many times I, I face people um, complaining. They focus more on what they're missing. And not focusing on what is ahead of them. Like, what you're missing right now. What if I can create that space? Because as you listen to Tim's story right now, pretty much that's what he's saying. You understand? The missing piece in his life doesn't break him down, but build him up to be stronger and be a better person. And wherever your dad is, he'll be super, super proud of the man that you become. That the, the, of the man that you are right now. So if you're out there and you're listening to the story, this is an encouragement to you. Whether there's a mom, there's a dad in your life, or whether they're not in your life, take this opportunity and be the person that you want to be. Be the person that God has destined for you to be. Don't let anybody, no one, tell you what your destiny is supposed to be just because you don't have the right people in your life. The right person you need in your life is God, and He got you. Okay? He got you. Well, wow. Thank you so much, Tim. Oh, my goodness.
1: I'm so I'm so
0: excited. Thank you for having me. You
1: know, yes. I'm happy to share my story.
0: Yes, but you know what? You got to stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. Cause you know what's gonna happen we're gonna jump into part two you want to hear more about timmy's story timmy's gonna tell us all about his journey into the united states and how he's thriving in his business you want to learn some tips from this man right here trust me you don't want to miss it this is success beyond shadow come and let your story inspire others <laughs>